Hello Spectrumites and other people. My name is Forrest and welcome to the Pancake King, Life and Marriage on the Spectrum. The podcast for you to learn about the autism spectrum, learn what it's like for someone like me to live on the spectrum, and what marriage is like between two people on the spectrum. Hello everyone and welcome to another episode of the Pancake King where my voice is still congested and I've got chicken tacos in the oven, which will take about 20 minutes, so... This episode has to be over before that is up. So, um, I am back from my trip over in Kenosha, Wisconsin with my wife, KG, and uh, it was great. It was a really great time. Um, We uh, visited my grandparents. It was the first time that um, my wife had been to Kenosha in the first place, and she got to see a few, a few sights from, uh, from my past, and, uh, it was great. It was really nice, (laughs) uh, to kind of bring her to that part of, um, part of my past in the first place, the fact that I used to live in Kenosha myself, and, you know, the memories I have from there, um, it, it meant a lot to kind of bring her to that and share that part of me with her, and, um, it, it was fantastic. Uh, so, while I was out there, I was actually still kind of battling with my, uh, sore throat and, uh, runny nose and all that kind of stuff. It wasn't too terrible, but it could have been better. I decided that I was not canceling this trip unless it got as bad as I lost my sense of taste and smell, or or maybe I was absolutely positive that I had COVID or something like that. Um, you know, there were very few things that I wanted uh, there to be like a deal breaker. So I went and uh, I toughed it out, and my voice is still congested. Uh, my ears still feel a little plugged up, but uh, I'm doing okay. I'm doing okay in that area. If I get sick at all around the year, winter is when I get sick. Um, and that little sickness loves to come along during the winter at, at this time of year and, and swarm me like the homeless ladies' birds from Home Alone 2. <laughs> and by the end of it, I'm screaming like Marv as the birds chew away at his legs. And uh, like I said, there was no way I was canceling this trip. Even the night before we left for it, I was rummaging through the fridge. I was sniffing the salsa. I was sniffing uh, (laughs) uh, my wife's uh, 28-ounce bottle of Pepsi (laughs) to make sure that my smell sense was still there. And I couldn't try tasting anything because uh, it was after 7 p.m. that night. And uh, 7 p.m. is the deadline for uh, eating in my lifestyle of intermittent fasting which I started uh, back in April and have not given up on. And I know my voice is still a little bit more, a little bit congested now, and uh, hope you're okay with that. Hope it's not too terrible. By the time I, uh, we got to my grandparents, I was at least feeling 70% recovered. Uh, my, no- my nose was still kind of stuffy, and uh, the taste of dinner was a bit vague. Vaguer than my 1099 meal from Chili's which, by the way, was a truly holy gift from God. These um, breaded shrimps that my grandma had made had the potential to light a fire in my chest with flavor, and uh, I wanted my cut. <laughs> so my grandma made uh, this, this sort of this spicy horseradish sauce. Like, I actually don't know what the sauce was called. I was told that it had horseradish in it. 
It was also kind of spicy too. Uh, she said that it would be really beneficial to my sinuses. And I love my grandma. I really, really love her. I just think she gave me a little too much aloe vera juice on <laughs> on Saturday night. Um, <laughs> and so it, the same goes for the uh, the spicy sauce. It was like she told me that this will be really good for your sinuses. So I knew what I had to do, and I absolutely had the strength to do it. I heaped that sauce on the first shrimp, and uh, I took a massive bite out of it, and my face just exploded. I've never yelled after inhaling something spicy before, but this was it. I, I just, my face exploded. I kind of like threw myself forward. It, it had like a, like a physical impact on me. Um, I was just completely out of it for several seconds. You know, I thought in this, in the moment that I made a terrible mistake, which is just one of a series of them I've made in my life. And, uh, but here's the thing though, it worked. I went from 70% better to probably about 90% better within minutes. And those breaded shrimps finally started to taste like breaded shrimps. Except here's the thing, in the moment, it was, uh, it felt like a clear victory. Ended up with some suffering, but it was a clear victory. However, I woke up in the middle of the night almost completely unable to breathe. I, I wake up going, and I'm heading straight to the bathroom as I just feel like acid is shooting up my throat. Like I have to get water in my system immediately. I'm chugging water. I'm trying to get that crap out of my throat. Um, my, like my throat is burning. And, uh, and that was, uh, that was completely on me. I should have honestly seen that coming. It's funny how some mistakes can have a weird way of solving problems while simultaneously punishing you. <laughs> Desperation can push us to breach some limits, and even if you solve one problem, you've created a new one. My physical health has been that way for as long as I can remember. I'll throw away bad habits and replace them with ones that are supposed to be good, but then new issues pop up. It's like a game of whack-a-mole, whack but it's not fun, and it involves waking up in the middle of the night wondering if I'm dying with acid in my throat. And the reason why I'm bringing all this up, if you read my Substack article last weekend, which by the way, if you're not subscribed to my Substack, you can go to thepancakeking.substack.com, but, like I said, if you haven't uh, uh, read my article from last week, this episode is kind of an expansion on that article. Here's the thing. Autism isn't the only thing I deal with. Most of us don't have just one battle. We win battles, but the war isn't over until we're done here on Earth. And I know that sounds a little bit dramatic, but what I'm getting at and what I'm building up to is the fact that I'm someone who also deals with pesky Crohn's disease. <laughs> it's a mild case, it's not a severe one, but it's something that has lingered with me my entire life. I've noticed that the less I eat out, the more eating out impacts me when I do eat out. Uh, when I was in Kenosha, my grandfather and I went to Five Guys for lunch, and that might have been, that was a 
that was an awful mistake. I don't regret the time I spent with my grandfather. Um, I went to Kenosha determined to spend time with my grandpa. He's he's my last surviving grandfather. And uh, I did not want to take whatever time I have left with him for granted. I hope he I hope he lives on for more decades. He's still got more decades in him. But I, you know, after losing several other grandfathers, I didn't want to take that for granted anymore. And so that was one of the reasons why I went to Kenosha in the first place was to spend time with my grandfather and, um, you know, have one-on-one time. And so I don't regret the time I spent with my grandfather. I I guess the, the choice in terms of where we went for lunch could have been better. I think Five Guys is actually all right. I hate the prices, but... um. It is saying something. This is weird to me. I went to Chili's, had a burger, and it was just fine after that. I went to Five Guys, and after that, I felt like I was dying. Autism is something that um, that I deal with. It is a part of me, but, you know, so is Crohn's disease. I find it interesting that both autism and Crohn's disease are things that, according to the internet at least, neither of them have actual cures. You can do things to reduce or water down some traits or parts of Crohn's disease or parts of the autism spectrum. But again, according to the internet, there's no official cure. There's no, I'm on the other side of autism now, or I'm on the other side of Crohn's now. And that's one of the reasons why I say that, um, you know, there are battles that you win throughout your life, but the war doesn't end until your life comes to the end. I'm still kind of chipping away at stuff that I eat and drink. I'm still working on figuring out how to eat and drink in ways that don't kill me, (laughs) in ways that don't make me miserable. I may have a mild case of Crohn's, but it can really incapacitate me when all the right things happen together. And that's something that I'm really trying to fight against, is I don't want to be incapacitated. I don't essentially want to feel worthless, you know, like, um, put myself in a situation where I'm in, in, like, in a lot of pain, and I'm just laying on the floor, and I, I don't want to move, because moving just upsets me even more, physically upsets me even more, um, I don't want to live that kind of life anymore, I don't want to live my life afraid of that disease, you know, I want to live my life where I control it, it doesn't control me. I may not be able to eliminate it completely, but I'm still in control of it. And so I guess that is a message that you can take away with this episode, because I've got five minutes left before the timer goes off. (laughs) But if you are struggling with something like autism, obviously, like if autism to you feels like such a struggle, if it's a war that you are trying to win, you're not going to win that war. And what I mean by that is you're never going to reach a point in your life where your autism will not have some kind of even the slightest bit of effect over you. And that is okay. It That's okay. I know that I'm going to deal with autism stuff for the rest of my life, and that's fine. I feel like this should have actually honestly been pretty close to the beginning of the show. And that is, you may have autism, but your 
life has so many other layers and it has other battles that you need to focus on too it's like yeah i can you know i can focus on my autism i can work to exercise my mind to work around those areas where autism can kind of hold you back in life but i also have these other battles to focus on too and i'm sure that you do too most people do and there's no shame in that so, a bit more of a somber episode. Hopefully I still made it light enough. And, um, yeah, that is with two episodes left uh, for the show this season. And then I get to go take a break for Christmas. Uh, I'm really starting to beef up my social media and working on finding other platforms to share my stuff. I will continue to update you as I find those platforms. But for now... You can follow me on Twitter. You can find me on Twitter, the Pancake King at the Zotman, and you can find me on Instagram as well, which is also called uh, it's the Pancake King ninety five. Uh, you can find me there, and you can go to the Pancake King Spectrumite community, which is a public group on Facebook. So you can go to that stuff. That's where my social media is. That's where my, well, hopefully growing community is at and uh, where I will update you with little snippets, little snapshots of uh, stuff going on in my life and updates on the podcast and the Substack. And if you are not subscribed to my Substack yet, that is once again, thepancakeking.substack.com, where you will get a blog post every Saturday and uh, you will be notified of a new podcast episode every Wednesday uh, via email. So with that being said, thank you all for listening, and I will see you next time.